Hey, hey, welcome back to the self-love therapy podcast. I'm Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com and it's an exciting day. It's an exciting day. Oh my God, what are we doing? We're having a good time with life. Now, some of you might be thinking, I am having a good time in certain areas, but there's other areas I'll list like me, right? Maybe even some things that rolled over from last year, but don't you worry. I have some ideas that I would love to share with you in this episode. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I know it's going to be juicy and amazing. No, I do have an idea. Um, so first I want to share with you that I, if you're, if you're new, welcome, I appreciate you for being here. I hope and pray and wish you so much well, and that your heart and your spirit and your energy will be receptive to today's message, to today's self-love session where you can connect with yourself, connect with me and all of us here. We're like the self-love club. I mean, think about it. That's what we are. We're in the self-love club. So welcome to, I should name this uh, this podcast, Self-Love Club. I really just should, instead of self-love therapy, I don't know. Maybe I'll change it for next season. I don't know. We'll see, right? But I do want to invite you into the self-love club and you can go to lcblast.com just to check it out. Okay, lcblast.com forward slash SLC, and that stands for Self Love Club. I want you to take a look. I want you to join. I do have a men's group, by the way. Of course, we have non binary, um, beautiful people who are also in our club and all walks of life, and we get to connect. Now, I do have sessions every month in the club and I separate those who identify as more masculine. Um, it would be considered a men's group, a men's club, but some women who identify as masculine women are free to be in that healthy, loving, supportive space. So it's, it's all about what you feel comfortable with, what um, you know, how, what, what vibrates in your soul? Like what vibrates in your body? What makes you feel good? What makes you light up? What environment will you thrive in? That's what this is about, right? Oh my God. Because we, I want us to get out of a mentality of thriving in hostile environments. Like, oh my God, can we let that go this year? What the fuck? Like, no way. I spent so much of my life thriving in hostile environments that it became a norm. And I thought to myself, um, do we need to have this continue? <laughs> Are you sure? Like, is this something, do you, you keep, I know that you can do it already. You know, life gave you things and reasons. It's kind of like, oh gosh, this is such a good analogy. Thank you so much. I felt like this was divine, divinely given this analogy. It's like going to war and being a part of the war for X amount of years and you come out and you're still trying to live the same way that you, the same ways you used to cope, the same ways you used to do things, the same way that you used to think and the same tactics you were using while you were in war, you are trying to use those same coping skills. And even if they were toxic coping skills, like it doesn't matter, right? Like they, hey, they help you survive that moment, that time, that addiction kind of supported you through that process. Like 
Don't judge that, right? Don't be mean about that. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We are holding space for self. And so I was just like, oh, shoot, I don't need to behave that way anymore. And even if, let me share this with you, there was a hostile environment that was continuing to exist at that moment. And I still decided that I wasn't going to be that person who was able to thrive in a hostile environment. I didn't want her anymore. Nope. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Most people will wait until they're out of the hostile environment in order to change their perception or their thought process or their behavior or the way they do things. Nope. Actually, I was like, you know what? Even if this circumstance doesn't change, even if this situation doesn't change right now, even if I have to sit in this situation for another four months, because that's what I, I, I was like, okay, I have approximately four months. <laughs> I have approximately six months, right? And I was just like, I'm still not going to treat myself as if I'm still in the hostile environment. I'm not doing that. I'm going to treat myself as if I'm already out of the hostile environment. How would I behave? What would I think? What would I say to myself? What would I share with the world? Well, who would I be? Right? Who would I be? And in that moment, I decided that I was going to offer this circumstance, this situation, a different version of me. I was no longer praying and asking God to have this situation change for me. Now I could still, I could, I could have still done that, but I decided I already did that. I was like, I already did that. You already know how I feel about this situation. You already know that I want out. You already know that I need help. You already know that I need this and I need that. You already know my needs. I don't have to keep telling you my needs, but if you need a reminder, God, let me know because your girl is here for it. <laughs> you know, that shit comes naturally to me. I will, I'm like in a natural default of like, tell, like, hey, you remember I got this situation going on? <laughs> your girl needs a little assistance. Don't leave me out here to die in destruction, <laughs> right? You're like, God, are you out there? What's up? You don't see what's going on here? <laughs> Did you need a reminder? Did you get busy with Sally in Memphis? <laughs> did you get busy with Kareem in California? Like, did you get busy with my peeps? Like, did you get busy with my other peeps around the world? I mean, did you? You know, <laughs> I was about to call out a few more people. Like, did you get busy with Rob in Miami? Did you forget about your girl? Like, what is up, right? What is up? Where are you at? <laughs> So I want to give a shout out to a few of you. I love you so much. Thank you for listening and being in this amazing space. Being in this amazing space. You are amazing and awesome. And I just want to thank you so much for those of you who, and I, I, I might not even know if you listen to the podcast. So if I don't know and you listen, please let me know that you do. Please let me know that you're listening and where you're listening from. I would love to hear about it. Um, drop me an audio because I would even love to play it on my podcast. Drop in the podcast or not in the podcast, but drop in my private messages you know, where you're listening from, how this podcast has helped you, um, supported you, loved you through your process, like share, share with me. 
and share your name. Share with us those three things. So your name, where you're listening in from, and how this podcast has changed your life. I would love, again, to hear from you. So shout out to Erin, my girl Erin. She's so amazing. She changed my life. She actually gave me a coaching session um, in December that has totally, I don't know if you've seen a change in me. If you've seen a change in me, I want to hear about it. Like, did you notice? Did you notice that the website has been elevated and changed? Did you notice that I'm even showing up differently on each episode? Did you notice anything different? Let me know because she is behind that and I am available for it. I'm definitely going to do a review. I have to record a review for her. So uh, shout out to Michael Greenspan from California. You are awesome. Thank you for always sharing messages and supporting me and, um, and being available. I'm so grateful for you. Delmar from Orlando, you're awesome. Thank you for listening. Samina, you are awesome. I love you. I see you growing your business and doing the things. It's so amazing. I love, love, love it so much. Beatrice, I am here for it. I'm watching you. You are awesome. So excited for you, Louis. I love the things that you're doing with your daughter. It's so awesome. Thank you again, all of you for listening and supporting. Uh, shout out to my sister who is a beautiful, amazing soul. I love her so much. And she's the best mother and the best person that I've met. Like she is a beautiful gift from God. So I just wanted to shout her out. Like my brother, he's hilarious. I love all his new changes that he's doing. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about behavior change. I never thought I would see the day that my brother responds through a group text. Like anyone doing group text, he's the only one that's quiet. He's like, I'm not talking. And lately he's been more into family and you know, showing up in a premium way where I'm slacking because I'm I'm the one now I'm the one slacking. We we change roles and I'm the one usually quiet in the in the group chats <laughs> waiting in the shadows to see who else responds. No, um yeah, so I love you. Shout out to my baby cousins. They're all my baby cousins. <laughs> I love you so much. You all are so beautiful and awesome. I remember the day that you were born and the first time I laid eyes on each of you, all 11, 12 of you, <laughs> like how many do we have still? Like, did anyone get added? Um, and my, my niece, I add her in there too, even though she's not my baby cousin, but she came, um, she's the last one, uh, in the, in the bunch of us. So yeah, so exciting, exciting times. I'm looking through my stories. You all are so beautiful. I love you so much. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. I'm just looking at all your beautiful photos right now. I thank God for every single one of you. I truly thank God for every single one of you. Man, I see you all elevating this year. I see your visions and your dreams, and I see the limitations and the blockages, and I am seeing each and every one of those things crumbling, dissolving, being removed, being shifted, being lifted, being taken, you know, you stepping on top of them, you pushing through. I see you. I visualize your higher self just showing up in a premium way today. I just want to bless your soul today. I, I, I didn't even... You know, I thought about like what self-love session I could give you, but I think what today is about is pure motivation. 
pure motivation. Go after it, baby. Go after it. Don't sit. Don't sit and wait because tomorrow's not promised to anyone. And I want to share something with you that I was sitting with. Man, this is so juicy. It's about to get real juicy right now. Like, let me tell you what I was sitting with just a few days ago. You need to hear this. These are going to be like some elevated ass questions. All right, let's see. Where are you? Okay, and here we are. Goodness, this is what I sat with in a self-love session with myself this week. This is like high-level master millionaire, think, millionaire thinking. Like you're just like, I need to see things differently. How do I shift myself and pivot myself in such a cr crazy powerful way, a potent way that would make me shift and move instantly and very quickly in my life? So here are your self-love coaching questions today, my love. Are you ready? All right, now this is going to be a little bit scary to think about. I just need you to tap into it. That's it. Just tap into it. Don't live it. Just tap into it. The first question is, if you had one year to live, what would you stop doing? I know. I had to sit with that. I'm like, what? If I had one year to live, what would I stop doing? What would I stop doing? Most people would think if I had one year left to live, what would I do? What would I want to get done? And of course, we're going to ask that question. So that's question number two. <laughs> you know, your girl can't leave you like that, right? <laughs> Imagine like, no, Elsie, I really want to answer that other question too. Like, I want to know, like, what would I do? But what would you stop doing is the first question. What would you stop doing? So I told myself I would stop procrastinating, right? Oh, my ex-husband just texted me. How are you? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> um, so what would you stop doing? And one of my things was I would stop being so um, distant with my, we can even say my ex-husband. Like, why, why be distant with him? Like, I mean, we have such a great, we have a great relation. Okay. We didn't always have a great relationship, right? Obviously. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it did get tricky after the divorce <laughs> for like a couple few years. Um, but the, all that's been gone. I have to say the last five years have been absolutely amazing between him and I. I, I dare to say six, but I'll say five, you know, you know I don't want to push it, you know, <laughs> I don't want to push it. But um, uh, and, and it's so much more healthier now. I mean, it's better now. It's tremendously great now, you know, to be honest with you. I, I mean, we even send each other, not all the time, right? Like, it's not a thing that we do, but periodically he'll be like, oh, you got to like watch this, like behavior change all day, you know? I'm like, yeah, this is so good. Um, and, you know, pretty much like it was an hour and a half long video and he was like, just take it in bite-sized pieces, like just sit with it. And I'm like, okay, that's good. You know? So I'm like, man, this can take me like five hours. Cause an hour and a half video, like self, self-help, like, man, it's going to take me, cause I, I dissect every little thing. And, um, yeah. So, and I send him stuff and, you know, books and like, man, cause I know he's a reader and I'm like, Ooh, man, he's going to think this is high like fire. Right. And it's about doing things differently. So if I had one year left to live, what would I stop doing? I would stop being so extra distant. Like, now obviously I have to respect, he's in a relationship, I don't know, I'm doing my thing, blah, 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 you know, I'm in a relationship, but, but I, 
I don't, hmm, it's really taking and stripping back the discomfort that was associated with the, what do you call that? Uh, eggshells, walking on eggshells. Like I'm going to stop walking on eggshells around people and with people. I'm going to be respectful of everyone. I'm going to love everyone, right? Like that's my vibe. I do that on, that's my default, right? Like I walk in love as my default. I don't have to think. Sometimes when someone does something to me, I I walk with love when I'm speaking to them. But when I'm in silence and I'm processing it, I'm like, I have to go in its raw form. So sometimes it doesn't look amazing and pretty, but then I always come back to, well, I respect that this is what's happening. I respect their view. I respect their behavior. I respect and honor this is where they are in their journey. But of course, the human side of me has to process and say, this is some bullshit. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, why is this even a thing? I never bring that to the conversation with the person. That's me processing in secret. If I feel I've been, there's some form of injustice. Sometimes I don't, I can even bypass that and be like, I don't need to process this. Good. Like, whatever. I'm fine. You know, Um, and just move on so quickly, so easily, so, so smoothly. But there are other times where their human side in me, I have to ask her or, you know, I have to ask my human side and say, hey, do you need to do you need to process this? And I'm like, yeah, I actually do, because this is going to bother me all motherfucking day. Like I need to process this immediately and I will facilitate holding space for myself to process the situation. So then I could be like, all right, I'm good. You know, I had to say the real raw thing. And it's, and then I pass it through a filter. Once I process it and I pass it through my filter, then I can deliver it to the person in a way that's going to be received and reciprocated. Not so much that's going to be like having them put up a wall. Now, if they decide to put up a wall based off of how I've offered it, it means one of two things. One, I under, maybe I needed to, I caught them in the wrong moment. So they weren't able to be receptive and I wasn't uh, completely in tuned or they just chose to take it however they wanted to take it, even though I delivered it with such grace and ease and love and flow. And then there's a, the other reason is because, man, maybe I just missed the mark. Like what? It's fine. You know, like I missed the mark. It wasn't received. It wasn't recept- receptive. Like it's fine. It's okay. Not everything that I say or share is going to be honored, valued, received, loved, or respected, or and it doesn't have to be, right? Like even with your partner, it doesn't have to be. So one of the things I was going to stop doing was walking on eggshells with people like, no, thank you. Um, what, what else am I going to stop doing? I'm going to stop procrastinating with my business. I'm going to keep up with all of my clients. Like uh, that's something that... It's easy for me to do, but once I start getting in a momentum and I'm definitely in a momentum right now where I have like a few, I have like few clients, like it's serious. And I'm just like, okay, okay. I think we're going to have to start having people pick time slots and, you know, commit to a time slot unless they have to change it because, um, you know, everyone schedules at their own leisure. They click on the link in the portal and they schedule a session and they rearrange their set. I mean, it's very free and liberating and it's fine. Um, it's just... If I start getting really busy, we're going to have to start planning. They'll have to start choosing the right, um, the date that they can commit to, I think. Like, but, you know, obviously things come up, right? So 
I think we'll play with it. I'll play with it as we continue on and, um, and go with the flow. So, so I think what I, another thing I would stop doing is when I notice something in my business to capture it in that moment. Like for instance, I just realized like, okay, I think I have a, there, I could see a potential scheduling issue coming up in the future. (laughs) I see a potential scheduling issue. So, okay, now let's, let's put that on the list of things I could work on this week. Right. Maybe, maybe I just need to visualize, or maybe I just need to tell myself, Hey, I don't know how I'm going to make this work, but I know that the answer is going to come to me today or tomorrow. It's fine. I love it. I, God already has it figured out. Like, I don't even have to worry about it. It's going to be given to me. It's going to be revealed to me. Higher self is going to share with me like the best way to go about doing this. It's cool. I take, I relieve, I like release the valve on the issue at hand. So even when I don't know what my next step is, I don't know how I'm going to fix it. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I'm just like, that's okay. I'm going to get it. I'm going to figure it out. It's fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, Hey, I've figured out worse or harder things. Like, man, this is a piece of cake. Plus I already know, and I already am accustomed to knowing for a fact that all I have to do is chill out. And within 24 hours or within usually like a week, between 24 hours to a week, the very thing that I was confused about and stressed about makes sense again. That's it. That's it. So, okay, we went over a little bit. Now, I want you to clear the cash on what I just said for a second. So just visualize yourself clearing the cash. The question is, what would you stop doing if you had a year to live? Answer that question. What would you start doing is the second question, right? For me, I would start making more content that people want to hear or listen to, or I would start entertaining more. That's what I told myself this year for 2023, I'm going to start entertaining more. However, I am going to balance that with the other thing that I'm going to start doing. And that is really working on my, my physique. So, and you, if you're a bodybuilder or you've been in the gym, you know how time consuming that shit is, right? Like, you know, the, you got to go over and beyond, <laughs> especially someone like me, because I'd I be doing the most. So like, okay, I have to balance these two things that I'm doing the most of in like my business My podcast is like high specialty regard right now. My clients, of course, right? And then I have the the gym. I have my fitness lifestyle. So I'm going to start being committed to both these areas. And I'm going to create a schedule that works for me. And I will hit my goals. And if I get stuck or I'm challenged in some way, I'm just looking for an opportunity to do it better. I'm not going to sit here and let this stuff make me like, I'm not going to sit here and die about it, like, or cry or complain about like, no, I mean, if I want to, maybe I will I'll offer myself that space, but I'm, do I want really want to waste time doing that too? Like, is that a waste of time or is that an investment of my time? Sometimes when you process your negative emotions, it is a benefit. And sometimes it could just be like a waste, like, uh, I could just bypass this and I can move on to the next thing. But you have to determine that and decide which one is of value to you in that particular moment. Okay. Third question is, if you had a year to live, what would you no longer care about? 
what would you no longer care about? There's certain things that people will tell me and I won't care. I'm like, I can't afford to care about that. I'm sorry. And it depends who's talking too, right? Like, but there's certain things you can't afford to care. You can't. So what would you no longer care about? Would you no longer care about being so picky the way you live your life at home or how, like, I don't know, how structured you are, maybe be a little bit less structured, maybe be more structured? What would you no longer care about? People, places, and things. Con consider those. All right. If you had one year to live... Why do your thoughts, feelings, and actions change if you have less time to live? That's the question. So if you had a year to live, why do your thoughts, feelings, and actions change if you have less time to live? Isn't that interesting? I'm like, my thoughts, feelings, and actions change because I have less if I have less time to live because I am not stressed. I can't be stressed and concerned about this. Bull anything I consider bullshit. Like, oh, that's some bullshit. So we take away power. We increase energy when we consider how to change how we view things in our perception when we then add in the concept of if you had a year to live. Which brings me to you, you know, entering into a journaling prompt right now. Why does this matter so much? If you only had a year to live, why would changing this, why would stopping and starting, why would not caring about these things would be of a great benefit to you? And how can you live like that on a yearly basis, on a daily basis, stripping away the power that these people, places, and things have over you because your perception has allowed it. But the great grand scheme of it today, my love, is that you get to allow and step into freedom. I'm offering you this space right now and you have, you can create the space, of course, in your home and offer yourself this space where you're like, oh, Elsie, I'm going to step into freedom today. I'm going to step into freedom knowing that I don't have to care about these things. I'm releasing the weight from my mind. I'm releasing the weight from my heart and my spirit. I want you to take your hands and I want you to take your fingertips and just place them by your temple and the sides of your head, your forehead. And I want you to pulsate it, like pick it up off your head. Put it down, apply pressure, pick it up, apply pressure. I want you to do it fast, not too fast, but fast. But I want you to feel those pressure points. So press, press down and then up. Press down and lift up. Very good. And your hands are going to want to move. Your fingertips are going to want to do more of the surrounding areas. Go ahead and apply pressure with your fingertips and lift up. Right, now your, your fingers might even feel like it wants to massage. So now just allow your fingertips to massage your temple, the sides of your, you know, um, where your forehead begins, the sides of your temple there. Very good, touching, almost touching your cheekbones pretty much, the side of your eyes, your eye socket. Touch all that area. There are these pressure points there. You can feel it because it hurts so good. 
as you're massaging and moving, you can feel a change in your physiology. So you want to take and have a nice deep breath in. Very good. Continue to massage and to feel and to just move your fingers gently around the area, the surrounding area, how it wants to move. Very good. Now I want you to put your hands to your sides. Take a nice deep breath in. Exhale. I want you to rotate your shoulders up and back, up and back, and down, up, back, and down roll them ready up back and down very good okay now take a nice deep breath in once more exhale very very good place your both hands on your chest and say I am in position even though I don't know maybe some of the things or the steps that I need to take from here on in, but that's okay. And I'm okay. Every day I see more of the vision. Every day I see and know more of the steps I need to take. Every day, each day, throughout the day, moments of bliss and relaxation suddenly take over me. Suddenly, bliss and relaxation suddenly take over me. Deep breath in. Exhale. I am open to, let's say, bliss and relaxation. I invite bliss and joy and relaxation into my life today. I invite you into my presence I invite you into my heart I invite you into my energy and in my field I invite you into my mind and in my heart holiness and love and purity I invite you into my heart into my mind into my body deep breath in I invite the ancient wisdom into the cells of my being. I invite them to be awakened within my own being, within my own soul, within my own vibration. I am now seeing things differently. I am now speaking differently. I am now behaving differently. I am now thinking differently. I am now speaking differently. I am now talking differently. I am now receiving differently. I am now aligning differently. I am now shedding away and releasing old toxic thoughts and behaviors that don't serve me. Deep breath in, exhale. I invite freedom and peace and joy into my life again. I am releasing, needing to thrive in a hostile environment. And I am now resting and relaxing and receiving. 
at all times. Doesn't matter what's showing up for me, I am responding in a new frequency, in a new way, in a new vibration. Nothing is going to stop me, not even me. I am stepping into position. I am stepping into wholeness. I am stepping into wellness. I am stepping into the very things that I know that I am meant to do, be, have, and serve. I am no longer available to do things the way that I was doing them before. I am no longer available to have the relationship that I had with God, the one that I had before. I need a new, fresh one. I need it to be elevated. I'm looking at things differently and I'm needing to experience God differently. A new, fresh layer, a new, fresh version of Source that I've never seen before, that I've this new side of, of that self that I've never seen. And that mirror that I look into, I will see a reflection of myself and I will be elevated into the space of abundance. And nothing's going to stop me, not even me. Because <laughs> that's the way I flow, that's the way I vibe, that's the container that I create for myself. I don't allow other people to create a container for me. I create one myself because I know what feels safe for me. I know what feels abundant for me. And I'm practicing that container and I'm practicing in that safe container, that, I, that bubble that I've created for myself and I'm becoming safe in that. And yes, I understand that relationships that I have with others will mean that they will want to contribute to creating a container. And I'm open to aligning to containers that are created with a healthy love and a healthy view of soul in mind. I am open to creating relationships with people who have behavior change, for people who are often and very much open to behavior change. Because with those minds, with those, that way of thinking, with that form of elevation, with a, a person who's interested in that means that I can work with something. I am now open to aligning with the vision that I've seen. I know that I was already aligned with it or it wouldn't have been shown to me. But what I also know is that I have to verbally acknowledge and I have to accept or decline the offer. And so I'm thinking about one vision in mind. So now come join me, right? Think about that one vision in mind and say, yes, thank you. I align with this vision. I align with that vision. Yes, thank you. I align with that vision. I accept the offer. I accept the offer. Thank you. I want you to raise your finger, raise your hands. Just say, yes, thank you. I accept that offer. Point to the offer like, yes, I accept that offer. Think about the second vision that's being offered to you that has been shown to you countless times. Go ahead and bring up that vision for me. Very good. Very good. Bring up that vision. Hold it. Hold it. Participate in it. Engage with it. Love it. Hold it. Hold it. I align and accept this vision. Thank you so much. I align and accept this vision. 
Yes, thank you so much. Visualize the offer that's being offered to you. Hold it. Hold it. I align with that vision. Say it out loud. I, I align with that vision. I accept the offer. Now there is going to be a vision of you releasing people, places, and things. It's a vision that has been coming up for you. Hold it. I accept the offer of release. I accept. I accept letting go. I accept. Deep breath in. Exhale. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down. Very good. Open your eyes if you haven't already. Wonderful job. I know that today's self-love session was a little bit longer than usual. I haven't done a, a long podcast episode like this in quite a while, but I really just felt led by God to offer you this space, my love. This is what we do in the self-love club. And if this is something that speaks to your soul and your mind and your vision, please let me know. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. I want you to check out lcblast.com forward slash SLC. That stands for self-love club. And I want you to just take a look around, see if it speaks to your soul. If you love and enjoy more of this and you would like a tailored one, which is super juicy, I love those, then go ahead and join the self-love club today. I will see you in our coaching space in that beautiful, safe, loving coaching container. If I can leave you with anything else, it would be this. Be kind to yourself and each other. Remember, if you had one year to live, what would you stop doing? What would you start doing? What would you care? What would you no longer care about? Why do your thoughts, feelings, actions change if you know that you have less time to live? Take care of yourselves and each other. Go ahead and complete those coaching questions. And if you liked and enjoyed this episode, give a five-star rating. Leave us a comment. I would love to hear from you. And of course, send me a private message. I would love to shout you out on our podcast and really just help you thrive in all of your 2023 goals or your goals for this year and help you get elevated and acclimated to your new way of being, feeling, and thinking. I'm Elsie Blast from elsieblast.com, your self-love coach and health psychologist, and I will see you and talk to you in our next episode. Take care.